0: Oh my, it's noon on Wednesday, January nineteenth. And this is news that you can use from YAA with your dear friends Zach and Ray. And yes, we're get uh, together again right here, live in the uh, in the in the uh, in our downtown offices in Bethesda, Maryland, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they don't care. They,
1: they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right, Pops, here's the deal. Yeah. Car dealerships are starting to come. We talked about this on Saturday night's live stream back on the YAA channel. Thank you everyone for being here with us over on the Reins Act channel. We have some, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna say breaking news. Okay. Oh my. I check my DMs daily. Okay. DMs? Uh, direct messages. Okay, cool. Thanks for thanks for explaining what the hell a DM is. Speaking of which, so if you go on Instagram, yeah, I am at this is my Instagram. That's my girlfriend. She's great. I am at Shevska, and someone sent me a DM this morning, uh, yeah. and it's what the article that we're going to reference today back on Join YA, go to the blog. It's got, well, oh, hey, Justin posted something on about over there updates. Thank you, Justin. Is this the end? General Motors, yes. their, their GM, yeah. their, their president of uh, North America operations, Yeah. Steve, what was it, Steve? Steve Carlisle? Steve Or as Carlyle. some might say, Carlisle. Steve Carlisle, <laughs> yeah, he sent out a memo. Yes. that it was just like Ford's memo that we talked about over the weekend. Was it word for word?
0: I mean,
1: honestly, <laughs> did they just copy and paste? Or I think they may have. Like, they may yeah. have used the same copywriter because yeah. this was DM'd to me over on Instagram. Yeah, again, this yeah. morning I was like, "Hey, is this legit?" They, yeah. they linked me to. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's legit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can I read out to you the memo? Somebody needs to. All right, let me read this. I'm not yes. going to show the screen. I know that gives people motion sickness from time to time, but here, let me put the link actually in the chat in case you want to read along with me. Let me post that there. And I, while I'm here, let me also join YA, become a member today. All right, pops. Okay. Dear GM Dealership Team, Ooh. we are all. <laughs> I just, just, just from the opening salutation. Salutation? Yeah. Salute? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Camaraderie. All right, so a nice first dear, <laughs> dear GM dealership team. Yeah, we are all very excited about recent GM news and product launches, including the Chevrolet Corvette Z06, Chevrolet Silverado EV, GMC Hummer EVs, GMC Sierra EV, and Cadillac Lyric. Is anyone actually that excited about the Lyric? Um, I'm just teasing. We have a great article that Justin. Yes, about I'm it. pretty sure some
0: of the, the remaining Cadillac dealers are.
1: At the same time, we have both been working hard to meet customer demand in a time of constrained supply of inventory due to the global uh, global industry-wide semiconductor shortage. Unfortunately, it has come to our attention that in connection with some of these announcements and launches, a small number of dealers have engaged in practices that do not support a positive sales experience for our customers. This puts our collective interest at risk and generates negative press that reflects poorly on GM's brands and your dealerships. Specifically, it has come to our attention that some dealerships have attempted to demand money above and beyond the reservation amounts set in GM's program rules and or have requested customers to pay sums uh, far in excess of MSRP in order to purchase or lease a vehicle. First... I want to remind you that GM dealers are obligated to ethically and lawfully sell GM products as stated in paragraph six. Oh, wait, that was paragraph five.
0: Yeah, they moved it up a pair.
1: GM's in paragraph five. five. Ford's is in paragraph six. Yeah of the dealer sales and service agreement, quote, dealer agrees to effectively, ethically and lawfully sell and promote the purchase, lease and use of products by consumers. The quote continues, dealer agrees to advertise and conduct promotional activities that are lawful and enhance the reputation of dealer, General Motors and its products. Dealer will not advertise or conduct promotional activities in a misleading or unethical manner or that is harmful to the reputation of the dealer, General Motors or its products. Pops, this is is pretty much verbatim what the Ford memo was, correct?
0: um starting to sound uh, a heck of a lot like it yeah yeah I guess, I guess they figured they'd get on the same public relations bandwagon
1: as Ford. I love this. Providing yeah. customers misinformation about additional sums being necessary for a customer to keep a reservation is just one example of a tactic that reflects poorly on all of us. Mm. Secondly, we have been advised that brokers are promoting new GM vehicle allocation. While the majority of GM dealers do not support such behavior, a small number of dealers still continue to work with brokers, despite the following reminders that this is a direct breach of the GM DS, the Direct Sales Service. Agreement bulletin number 20 06 transactional integrity and GM export policy. You can't have, uh, you can't work with a broker. GM will be forced to take action. Not if,
0: not if that, not if it's a a broker known to export the vehicles out of the
1: country. It says explicitly here: as stated in Article Five of the Dealer Sales and Service Agreement, dealer agrees that it will not sell new motor vehicles for resale, and dealer is not authorized to sell motor vehicles to persons or parties or their agents engaged in the business of reselling, brokering, including but not limited to buying services or wholesaling of motor vehicles. So it's not just exporting. Yeah. GMs, do they enforce this? None. This is the first time we've heard about this. There do, are companies... do, they,
0: do, they, do they enforce it? Probably selectively. Selectively, yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. If there's someone yeah. that they don't That's like. That's their issue. It's only selectively.
1: Let's finish this out and then let's talk about it. GM will be forced to take action if it learns of any unethical sales practices or brokering activities that undermine the integrity that customers expect from the Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac brands.
0: Okay. We stop right there. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me help Mr. Carlisle. Carlisle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Customers don't expect that from GM, Chevrolet, Buick, any other brands. They just don't. This is important.
1: Um, you better, you better tell them. They, they,
0: they, they just. I mean, they don't. Customers, you know, customers don't expect ethical activities to, to, uh, which is to be commonplace yeah. at any dealership, whether it be a General Motors dealership or a Ford dealership or a Nissan. They, they just don't expect it. Um, so. You know, you're working off of a supposition that really is uh, 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 weak at best. That's I get where you're coming from. Yeah, that still shouldn't be the norm.
1: Let's finish oh, I, this. Out
0: I, I agree, it shouldn't be the norm, but just the way it's worded.
1: I've got I've got a couple of comments I want to I want to throw by you. It, the the memo ends, and again, the link up, it's in the chat. Just scroll yeah. up above. Excuse me. For the small minority of bad actors that are engaging in the conduct identified above, this letter serves as notice that GM reserves the right to... Reserves.
0: Reserves. Reserves. Big, big... big. That's an important word. Reserves. Not that GM will. will. Just they reserve the right. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's a good point. That's a good point. Reserves the right to redirect. But it's also good alliteration. Reserves the right to redirect.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Rams. Yeah. No, they don't sell it. Okay. GM reserves the right to redirect your vehicle allocation or take other recourse. There's another R word. Yeah. Prescribed by the dealer sales and service agreement. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to your zone manager. Yeah. So, again, yeah. To me, so if, if you're new to the yeah. channel, yeah. my mom, my dad's yeah. wife uh, passed away at this point now almost four and a half years ago. Four and a half years. Was sure. a school teacher.
0: Uh, last time I checked. Yes.
1: Okay. She would write letters home (laughs) to kids that did things badly or poorly. She also, God bless my mom, miss her dearly, once a week she would call home for a student that did something well and typically just leave a voicemail because no one's ever answering. You always think it's bad news. This is the letter home from the principal, from the teacher. This is, hey, slap on the wrist. Don't do that. We've talked about so much. And in the article that we posted today that I wrote this morning and posted on the website talking about, is this the beginning of the end for dealerships? I'm like sort of making a case that it is. But then I also echoed the point that you made last Saturday night. Any savvy lawyer with any dealership group, if they get sued, if they get their allocation, they're going to sue right back. They're going to say, screw you. Yeah. Do this to everyone else. Look yeah. at their websites. The prices are fake. Like, huh? Yes. Yes.
0: And, and, and realistically, they're not saying that dealers can't charge more than MSRP. Okay. They would prefer that the dealers don't. Yeah. But there's a reason it's called a manufacturer suggested retail price. It's a suggested price. It's not a set price. You know, the, there was a brand many years ago, hmm. uh, a general motors brand huh. Saturn and their whole, their whole premise of being was that the price is the price. Everybody pays the same price, whatever the sticker price is, that's the transaction price. Um, and and so that was cut and dry. That was clear. The manufacturers suggested retail selling price on a Saturn was indeed the retail selling so why, price on a why, Saturn. why now? Why are we seeing these numbers now? Because they're all, listen, they realize um, that a lot of people are upset at the fact that they have to pay – exorbitant sums of money and they don't have to they can choose not to what what bothers them is the bad publicity associated with additional dealer markups and market adjustment uh, adjustment allowances uh so for dealers to charge above and beyond the manufacturer's suggested retail price that's not a positive type of publicity for any brand but it's a reality in today's world and so as as wanting to come off as champions of the consumers, of their customers, you know, these manufacturers, General Motors, Ford, are letting these memos leak to the general public, showing that, that you know, they are truly champions for their customers. And they can threaten to a certain degree to hold their dealers' feet to the fire. They won't, and they don't, and that's just a sad reality. But the reason they're doing it now is because there's so much bad publicity associated with with additional dealer markups
1: right now. I wonder if I'm just still young and naive. Uh, okay, I mean, very I, well I am. Printed. Yeah, actually, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I am still young and naive. Yeah, but I wrote in the article, that I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen real quick. Um, and again, this is back on the website. Join yaa.com and sign up for the newsletter. Yeah. Man, that's a good looking photo. That them. is a good photo. I put it here. I think I put, um, uh, okay, why do car dealerships even exist? We have a great video. You explain how they make money. Why did they hmm. even exist? Because it was the most profitable sales channel that they could set up when they started selling cars in 1897,
0: 1898. Okay. Whatever it was that they've all, you know, was, none was, of them wanted to, one of, they didn't want to be in the direct-to-consumer sales.
1: Put it right here. Traditional automakers are great at designing, manufacturing, and distributing their product. They are not interested in day-to-day customer engagement, setting up service appointments, or doing anything beyond building and selling cars to their dealers. That has, we've talked about it on this show frequently. That has been a very incredibly lucrative and profitable business model for over a hundred years. Well, for, well the for the manufacturers and the
0: and the dealers. And the dealers, yeah. Yeah.
1: What we're seeing now, because I put here like, why now, essentially? Yeah. There's carve-out language in different states that have allowed the Teslas, the Rivians, the Lucids of the world to start operating. Mm-hmm. And we look at the valuations, you remember this chart, right? Yes. Market I capitalization yes. per car sold. Yeah. The values of Tesla, Lucid, and Rivian are through the roof relative to how many cars they actually have sold. Yes. And in part, that's because they're set up differently. Their overhead yes. structure is different. Their capital structure is different. Toyota is the is the highest-valued traditional automaker, and they're $330 billion company. Tesla's still a trillion-dollar company. Yes. They sell not nearly as many cars. And so I think what you're starting um, to not see... Not nearly is, is an and, understatement. And, and, and an ornament <laughs> yeah, understated. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think what you're starting to see is that if... General Motors has, I don't want to say they've dug this hole, but they are so deeply wedded to this dealership model. Ford, all the legacy automakers are so deeply wedded to this legacy model, and they're seeing how that can negatively impact the valuation of their business. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who initially set up the dealer franchise. Like yes. some lawyer in 1898 sat down in 1920 or
0: whatever it was. and wrote
1: the first franchise dealer agreement. Yes. Then over decades, Different uh, uh, lobbying groups lobbied for franchise loss. I think when you and I started this business, we thought 2030, maybe even 40 years away from yeah. like some of these things that we're starting to hear even now. So you're right. How much action will actually be taken because of this? Not much. But in 2022, if there's the talk and then maybe by 2025, there's some walk or else Ford and GM are going to go by the wayside. They are because this dealership model is stupid. It makes no sense. I mean, it makes sense. Like, dealership should be there to help with the service and whatnot, but the sales proposition has to fundamentally change. And I think we're starting to see the first. Well, we we've pushes. always said that 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 the sales process
0: needs to change. Of course. Um, you know, you it, and and. I don't want this to sound like I'm defending dealers because I'm not necessarily defending dealers, but the dealership model can still exist and the sales process itself can change. And that's what should happen. Okay. And one of the ways that the sales process could change is if the cars, all the dealers gather information from financial statements from every one of their franchise dealers. They know in, in a given market area, in a larger market area in a regionalized market area in a national market area
1: centric circles
0: what the what the transaction prices are for each model of car sold of course they know that information so what would happen what would happen if it was no longer a manufacturer suggested retail price but it was the retail price and the retail price was what the average transaction. I I know what you want. You've, you've talked about this, but that could still, that could still include a dealership model. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, it it would be, it would be akin to to saying the polo shirt at the Coles in Annapolis is the same price as the Coles in Bethesda. So the, the selling price for a Camaro is the same in Bethesda as it is in Annapolis. It just and, and that way you don't have to run around. you don't have to you don't have to beat yourself up yep you just have to go in and say that one, the price is on the window. House, it's no, real one, simple. no, no so one disagrees with me. I get that but, but my point is that the dealership model can still be part of that. It's just the process as to how we utilize the dealership model has to change. That's all I've been saying. I hear you. Yeah. But
1: actually, hey, you know what? There's some research that suggests maybe we're all in the minority here. Okay. You want you, you know what I'm alluding to? You're, you're going to allude to the Cox so. article about people are happier. <laughs> so Cox Automotive. Which, uh, as You we know,
0: can, can I say something before can. we get deeply into the Cox Automotive thing? Please. Maybe they ought to survey the people that haven't bought cars because they are so totally turned off at the additional dealer markups, at the, at the uh, mandated dealer accessories that, that the dealerships say you have to buy. Maybe they ought to survey those people. They're surveying the wrong people. They're surveying the people that have already said, okay, I'm willing to pay more than I should. Go, go talk to the people that that wanted to buy a car that didn't buy a car because they're so fed up with that process and they're so fed up with the price gouging that's going on. Survey those people. I'm sorry. I'm. Um, um, do I need to put yeah, this on Yeah. Just, on for, a second, yeah. Yeah, just, just wanna, for a second. I just want to give then.
1: you a quick little.
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that was good. yeah no, I mean, but. The, the, I... No, I felt the passion. Yeah, well. Your heart it's... rate
1: went up. Your blood pressure went down it, there. That's strange. It, it, you, Let's you look know, at the data.
0: Well, you know, you tell me to, you Exercise. to do aerobic things, you know, get my heart going.
1: All right. So the Cox 2021 Car, car Buyer Journey Study. Yeah. Boy, nearly like 3,000. It's 000, a journey now. It's a journey. It is a journey to buy yeah. a car. That's yeah. for sure. 3,000 consumers who bought or released a newer used vehicle from September yeah. 2020 to August 2021. yeah. yeah. All right. Satisfaction yeah. with the shopping experience declined. Satisfaction with the overall shopping experience softened after reaching peak levels in 2020. So the total was 66% of buyers were satisfied yeah. as they went through the car buying process. That, that, Maybe you're just like euphoric after you actually buy the car and you're like, cool, I'm satisfied. I can't you're imagine. Still,
0: you're still on the ether, as we would say in the trade.
1: Let's dive into some of the reasons why buyers recognize the impact of the chip shortage. 39% uh, buyer sentiment indicates significant difference to prior year timeframe. So I think it's saying how how um, how interested or how like engaged someone was with these different pieces. Throughout their buying process, so like 31% of people were a little bit frustrated that prices were higher than expected, and 48% paid more than they initially intended to. New, new, I wonder yeah, why. Exactly. I, I wonder why. Um, I have 100% return.
0: of the people that didn't buy a car because they wouldn't pay the. And extra here you
1: money. go. You're starting to see a Price paid and trust in dealers suffered. Satisfied with price was down 11% year over year. I that's good. Why. Yeah, that's good because yeah. the prices were ridiculous. Yes, trust the dealership retailer gave me the best deal. That was down two points. This is fascinating to me, dude. Six out of ten people really think they got that they can trust. And I hate that you did this for forty years, but it's not that hard. You just Gallup. I pulled this up. Trustworthiness of profession. This poll is fascinating to me. They run it every single year. Yeah, you come to Gallup, and they tell you that the least trusted for twenty twenty car salespeople with a score of eight. No, the least trusted were members of Congress. But they also tied with a score of eight.
0: Yeah, okay. which which would indicate to me that most members of Congress
1: would be great <laughs> car salespeople. And then you're telling <laughs> me, and just for some perspective here, you got like nurses at 89, yeah. doctors yeah. at 77, grade school teachers at 75. They don't yeah. have an agenda. Six out of 10 people are saying, this is this, I don't know if I like the study so much because that's that's BS. Pretty sure. Uh, thriving economy and a shift toward vehicle ownership. Uh, time spent at the dealership. This is fascinating. The time yeah. spent at the dealership went has, down has, a little bit or steady. Well, yeah, went up a minute. Two hours and 37 minutes yeah. across everything.
0: Yeah, which is which has gone down over the years, but it's still nowhere near where it should be. Look at it this. shouldn't take two and a half hours to buy a to car. To go in,
1: yeah. Uh, percent of buyers satisfied with dealer experience seventy five percent. Maybe maybe we're just in the wrong.
0: No, I no. I'll tell you why. Because huh. the because the dealers beg the customers to give them good satisfaction scores because um, that that's a a measurement that the the manufacturers look at and oftentimes uh, incentives are tied. To your customer satisfaction index scores so dealerships beg dealership personnel beg beg yeah. for good scores now you're not supposed to coach and you're not supposed to beg okay but then again you're you're not supposed to do unethical things when you're trying to sell vehicles so you know yeah. the
1: juxtaposition of the memos coming out from the automakers in this report is kind of hilarious isn't yes it? yes all right, one more thing to share on the screen here and then let's dive into another topic. But this would be third party sites remain the top site destination for buyers, third party dealership OEM. If you are going, and then Cox is so proud of themselves, yeah. fifty well, of percent course, of new owns they own, own everything. Most of okay. them, so. Here's the deal why the hell did we create a car search website? Because you've got KBB. you've got yeah. Edmunds, you got cars.com, Auto Trader, Carfax, True Car and Car Gurus. Yeah. Why? Because Cox owns fifty-seven percent of every single new car buyer and sixty-four percent of every used car buyer. You're going through their website. Go to our website. Click on Vehicle Search. Name a car for me, pops. Come on, we're driving a Genesis GV70. Uh, uh, right, I've been a GV70. Janet, we we're we're doing our first. doing our first car review today. Genesis GV70. A oh, white, yeah. Yeah, that's the one we're driving. Yeah. They're good looking. Yeah. They're really good looking. Yeah. But you come here. Where's the where's the lead gen form? Where's the BS? I don't see it. We give you the price history. We give you Mario. We give you the supply information so you know if you're going to get a, you get the buying guide. Like use this instead of using uh uh all the cock stuff out there cuz you just it's just lead gen and then they put you in a report like this. Yes. Alright, I want to switch gears just a little bit, Pops. Can we lighten the mood just a touch? Are you okay with that? Uh
0: yeah. I I'm 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 in the mood for lightness. Alright, well I'm gonna uh, here. You
1: know what? I you like listening
0: to uh, No, I don't need to listen. Just tell me which one you're
1: playing. Well I'm gonna listen to it. I gotta make sure I hit the right button. Do you? No, I did. Okay, good. Which one is it? Really? really? You, you, gotta gotta
0: kidding. Kidding okay. you gotta be kidding
1: me. You gotta be kidding me? All right, so I came across a few things as I was scouring the internet. Let me share my screen once again, Pops. And they made me say, wow, really? You've got to be kidding me. This was an article on Jalopnik this morning. Yes, I read this
0: this morning, yeah.
1: 10 cars you should spend $53,000 on instead of a 2019 Volkswagen Beetle. Yes, yeah. This Brooklyn dealership is selling, and we can actually click right here on it, Brooklyn Volkswagen. yeah. Selling on a 53000 Oh, the sale price. Maybe they put the sale price down. Oh, well, that's
0: because, yeah. That's because, you know, nobody would pay the 53000
1: Do you want to do a quick test? I'm kind of curious. Like, what's this car actually worth? Uh, also, again, yeah. how can people be satisfied with their dealership experience when we get this thing popping up? We got yeah. this thing popping up. We got this thing popping up. Yeah. Do we have other pop-ups? Good. Text my trade in value. Yeah. Is there more pop-ups? No, no more pop-ups. Okay. You know. Four pop-ups is okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see what this thing's actually worth? Oh, what's it worth? Let's check. Twenty you know, grand. What do you think? No, it's not twenty grand. It's got. How could they sell it for fifty if it's worth twenty?
0: Well, no, they haven't sold it. Okay. How could you ask fifty-three? Where's the VIN on you, okay, you, here? You can you can ask anything you want.
1: We get people ask us all the time. How do you um, how do you sell your car for the most money? You flow the guide right here. I'm literally about to do this live. Okay. Get multiple quotes for your trade-in. We're going to go to Carvana. Let's see.
0: And this this car has, I think, 325 miles on it or something. Does it? Okay. Yeah, something like that. We're
1: going to sell trade.
0: Sell trade. We're selling a trade. If we were to buy it, we would sell it instantly. I'm not paying 50 grand for that.
1: Oh, whoops. I hit the plate button. We're going to go VIN. There you go. There we go. Yeah. All right. It's this one right here. So let's come back. All right. What we say? What'd you say? Mileage wise, three fifty. I think it's three something. Three twenty five. See, I remember. All right. and it's the 2.0, speed automatic triptychonic, yeah. and it's blue. All right. Yeah. Which one was it? Final edition. Now I gotta see. Se. Se? I believe it. It is. is that Isn't the... that what it
0: said? Ta-da-da-da-da.
1: We're gonna go with that one. Yeah. Doesn't say first edition on it. Final. Whatever. I just want to get a number. Yeah sell it yeah 325 yeah zip code what's a new york zip code i don't know i don't know either. we'll use a dc zip code oh that's not gonna work we'll use a new york zip code oh they're all like they're all like that that's gotta be new york because it's like the it's it's in the ones
0: i sent i sent mail
1: recently whatever you say We'll, we'll say we have navigations for m So let's, let's, yeah. let's get the price up. No, no accidents. No, no yeah. issues.
0: Hasn't been driven long enough to
1: have it. Have no, yeah, exactly. No modifications. Yeah. No smoke. Pretty great. Two no. keys. Oh, yeah. Neither. Contact me, Carvana. Yeah. I hope they don't block my email. Someday they will. So the retail asking price on this is 50 grand. Yeah. Mark down. Mark the way, down to 53. 50 grand. Three, yeah. Get the F out of here. Don't buy that. No one buy that. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, we talked about yesterday. Used car prices still through the roof. That's yeah. a perfect example. Of it. That's insane. Now,
0: yeah, but you can ask anything you want. Their hope is that there's a fool out there that goes, "Gotta have it."
1: Now, the scary thing is, Dad. Yeah. Did you see this article? I did. All right. For those of you playing along at home, let me share the screen This oh, is yeah. this is scary, in all honesty. But it's also indicative. A two thousand Ford F three fifty. Yeah. Fifty five thousand dollars. Yeah, sixty two hundred miles on it. So still, like, yeah, no yeah, miles. Yeah, yeah, Of course, it's missing half the truck. <laughs> <laughs> they had the original, if I'm not mistaken. They got the original. Yeah, the original window sticker right here. Yeah. Total MSRP
0: was twenty nine thousand. Why? Why is somebody paying fifty five today? Twenty years later.
1: Twenty two yeah. years later.
0: Yeah. Can you believe that? Um. Yeah. You know there was there there their PT Barnum. Yeah, one of the things that he's he's uh, he allegedly said was there's a sucker born every minute. Okay, I I, all you can say is you know some of this is PT Barnuming it. You know people just ask and they get, and there there was there was a vendor that had shops in the in the Atlantic City Boardwalk on the Atlantic City Boardwalk, and. His whole theory, and he sold Hummel figurines and brick and arty stuff. And, and his theory was that if it didn't sell at the price he had listed, mm-hmm. it was listed too low. Wow. So he would just keep raising the price until somebody would walk in and go, oh, my God, that's $63,000. It's got to be worth it. Well, mm-hmm. nobody would ask that kind of money for it if it wasn't worth it. Um and for his birthday one year, he he flew like 250 of his closest friends <laughs> and customers. He he chartered a jet, okay, and flew them all to Paris. Who is this? Oh, I forget the guy's name, but he's dead now. <laughs> but but the point is Head broke. Well, the well, yeah, he, he might not have died with money because he spent it all. But but the point is is that he realized that if stuff doesn't sell, just keep raising the price, don't just keep lowering the price. Um so, yeah, there are dealers out there that that'll take things and and put ridiculous prices on them yeah and and hope that there's a sucker and and in enough cases, there are, yeah, and, and it's sad um but it's the state of.
1: Of, of affairs in America today. No, it totally is. All right. Yeah. So let's, um, let's just answer a quick question here in sure. the chat from Tanya. And then we got to go back to reviewing the Genesis GV70. Beautiful car. Yeah, so yes. time with it. Tanya asks a question. What do you think of true car? This is a good question. Pops, what's your take on true car? True car is just a lead generation for, for dealerships. Uh,
0: that's all it is. Um, it's nothing more than that. Do they gather information? Do they gather data? Yeah, I, I suppose they must. Um, And, and do they share it? And, and are some of the unbelievable deals unbelievable, and you're not going to get them elsewhere? Well, yes, in the old days, because, you know, a dealer might have been willing to sell a car for two or $3,000 below anybody else, because by selling that car, it might have earned them $100,000 in factory to dealer incentives. So you know, if you said to me, Would you spend three thousand dollars to get back a hundred thousand, I would tell you yes. And that's so, in
1: back and, in the day where you'd see like unbelievable yeah, deals. Deal. And
0: and but in today's world, you know, there you know, I actually are are, are there deals to be had? Yes, there's still deals to be had. You yeah. have to work
1: at it. You but don't need true car for that. Without naming names, yeah. um I have through building the business met many people in many aspects of the business, people that own websites that get hundreds of thousands of, of car buying leads per month. Yes. They've told me that they've increased their traffic two, three, four, five times up year over year. Yeah. And their revenues have gone down three, four, five times what they had done in prior years because so many of the different automakers are Mm. pulling out of the lead gen programs. They don't need lead gen anymore. Well, not if they don't have enough cars to sell. Exactly. And so like, the value that True car provides, what is it? There is none. There's none for like literally, like the yeah, thing that no, car no, used to be able to do was like, cool, we'd send you leads. And on the consumer side, cool, we'll give you this info that you didn't have access to before. Now it's like the info that you have is BS because no one's getting those unbelievable deals. And on the dealer side, what value do they provide there? They don't need your leads. No. Look at car stock price because they're a publicly traded company. I'm going to pull it up real quick while you vamp. But like, I'm pretty sure they've gone down the, the toilet. Like I don't see the value prop of a True car. And I'm not saying that just because... We have our own car search. I just don't get why. Look at that! They've gone up. No, No, they haven't. In the past year, they're down nineteen percent. In the past five years, they're down. It's loading. It's loading. They're down seventy percent. Look at that! Like, I'll share my screen so that everyone can see. True car is true car is not going to be here. (laughs) Like, why would it? In the past five years, down seventy percent. What value do they provide in this ecosystem?
0: Today, in today's world, they've they totally
1: don't. lost trust with the consumer because the consumer understands you're just gonna get your leads sold. And then dealerships aren't paying for the leads. Like yes, yeah. I like our business model more. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. When don't we go in public? <laughs> 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 when I can figure out how to make the mics work for the damn car reviews, that's that's number one. Yes. Yeah. That's the
0: number one. I, I heard I I heard. I heard. I heard that we're doing a car review today. Yeah. Um, and I want you to know, as an old guy. The one wonderful thing about working with my son and his team is that they're forcing this 70-year-old man to, to learn new things. Like today, he handed me two GoPros and these uh, suction cups for windows and dashboards and whatever. And he said, put this stuff together. <laughs> I said, please. Yeah. And, and, and like I put this stuff together and the stuff's mounted. and And I had no idea that I had the skill set to do any of this. So they're forcing me to continue to evolve at 70 when I would be perfectly content to just sit on my tuches and <laughs> you know watch Sports Center all day. Uh, not really, uh, you know. So I'm looking forward um, to getting in the GV70. Now I'll tell you, we spent a little bit of time in it.
1: Yeah, well, first and, impressions.
0: And, and, and I I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but it's the most complicated <laughs> damn car I've ever been in. As for I couldn't even figure out how you adjust the the um the bass and the treble yeah in on the radio um so yeah it's there so far I haven't found anything intuitive about it.
1: Yep. Yep. Well stay tuned. That'll be out on the YAA channel. And also let us know. Do you want us to do a future live show from the cars that we're reviewing? I think that'd be quite fun. Yes. Um, I do too. I would really enjoy that. So yes. let us know in the chat if you're up for that. Pops, if you're interested in learning more about YA, if you're interested in searching for a car, if you're interested in extending warranty, or you're interested in the YA membership, where should you go?
0: uh www.joinyaa.com and from what I understand computers are smart enough if you type in the address bar you don't even need the www.
1: Thank you everyone for being here with us uh, MPEG says it will be hilarious oh my friend that already has been yeah, <laughs> um, yeah don't worry alright guys we'll see you here tomorrow at noon Pops thanks so much for your time as always
0: my pleasure uh, looking forward to seeing everybody tomorrow see ya
1: bye bye everyone Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening.
0: See you soon.